Welcome back to another episode of HRL Touch 'em All podcast. I'm your host Stash. Hi. Joined by Sanchez, obviously right there, and we are actually in the basement of Kmart. How's it going, Kmart? What's up, guys? Welcome to my humble abode. <laughs> On location. <laughs> On location. And I will say Kmart's basement is unreal, so if you ever get invited, go. It, it is fantastic. The candy bar. Um, <laughs> long story, but it's named the candy bar. So yeah, you're all you're all invited. Just ask first. Um, like Django and Chain, the Candyland, like your Leo DiCaprio in that. Okay, real Wayne quick, slaves, a, real like, quick aside. But, yeah, okay. When we got married, <clears throat> my wife's good college friend actually is a minister, and he married us. And slip of the tongue, her name's Carrie, my name's Andy. He introduced us after being married. He slipped up and said candy, so it stuck. So now this is the candy bar because. He called us candy as he introduced us as husband and wife. So I like it. Candy bar. I should have remembered. Good, good <laughs> yeah, thanks. Anyway, let's keep uh, going. I, I, will, I will apologize if you hear anything extra. The the microphone's really loud. It's recording basically everything. So you There's might a hear furnace us. and me chewing. And an furnace eight, chewing. And an eighteen year old furnace. So you may get some background noise. But uh, let's get into our question of the week. Our question of the week is, with how everything unfolded with like the closers of last year, the theatrics, the songs, what would be your closer entrance song? No, Andy, you had it right away. You've got that chew. Oh, I do. I do. I actually was given this. Um, way back in the day, for All-Star Game, we actually had an on-site DJ who was the brother-in-law of Edgar who used to play in the league, and he would legit come set up shop, speakers, everything, and play music and do announcing for our All-Star game. So <clears throat> for a few years, we actually had entrance music, and my entrance music was uh, Chewbacca, what a Wookiee, because um, it's one of my sub-nicknames in this league, and so that's obviously going to be my entrance music. I can't think of who plays it off the top of my head, but it is from the Clerks soundtrack, if you want to look it up. Uh, so, yeah, my entrance music would be Chewbacca, because I'm a hairy, hairy dude. You are. Yeah. You're very hairy. Thank you. All over. <laughs> well, how, how do you know that? Uh, I've seen it. <laughs> we were roommates for a while. I'm um, also not very not shy. shy. So, yeah. I, I'm yeah, just I've seen more of him than I ever care to. <laughs> ever. All right, your it turn. me. <laughs> well, move along. If I'm the closer, you you gotta you gotta know what you're getting into with my one career save in the HRL. So uh, you're going with a little Kenny Loggins Danger Zone. <laughs> I wait to the Danger Zone, baby. I throw the ball high. I'm tempting you to hit home runs to take the lead back from us. And if you don't, then I just shove it in your face all the more because uh, you should have. You know, with yours, I, I, I'm shocked that it's not your Braves sixth inning comeback song. Oh, the promontory from uh, Last of the Mohicans? Yes, That's I, what I, it I'm is. surprised yeah. that that wouldn't be it. I thought about it. I considered it. I also looked up a bunch of instrumentals. Uh, there are some uh, rather epic Batman instrumentals from either the video games or the movies where... It's a big climax to it, but no, it's it's danger zone because um, 
that's how I pitch. <laughs> it's uh, pretty hit or miss every pitch that I've thrown in my career. Uh, so yeah, it's like you're rolling the dice, but don't put me in as a closer. That's the, that's the story. One that's career save. One career save. Hey, that's more than most. <laughs> that's more than most. I don't have any saves. I know. Do you have any saves? I got nada. One. <laughs> What's your uh, closer song there, Stash? Mine would be The Devil by Rock Norton. Um, it's not something that most people have heard of, and it's something that I recently stumbled upon, and that's why the question got brought up. I, I just feel if you play that song during last year's Twins Closer theatrics, oh, that would so fit. Good. That would fit perfectly for what happened. Oh. So the, the, I will say you're talking Minnesota Twins and yeah. not the esteemed <laughs> HRL Twins. <laughs> But that entrance music, I just wish Lopez wouldn't have shit the bed so often it's, because it was the music so, was so bad. That whole entrance with the, the lights and everything, right, it was the, so good. The music was terrible. Was the Lopez? song choice, the song choice was terrible. Or hey, Lopez, we got him from the Orioles. Oh, that's what the music was after. I'm sorry, I keep thinking of Emilio Pagan losing games. No, 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 Twins, no, and no, how no. they just kept. Tossing them out there because the, the stat said two. Don't make throw me, them out there. And don't make that, me fight that you. That kind of reminds me of Trevor May coming in <laughs> with a one-run lead and giving up a home run every single time. <laughs> if you want to talk, sorry, about, Trevor May, I still love you though. If you want to talk about miss, I know this is a tangent, but if you want to talk about misleading entrance music, John Roush for the Twins was the scariest man alive. Yes, with scary entrance music, and he would hit the bump and throw ninety. Well. Like, In his defense, he was 7'11". <laughs> he should have been riding a live bear up to the, to the right. mound. But he threw 90. But then he got up there and he threw 90 miles an hour and was like trying to get him to ground out right. to third base. And right. be like, yeah, why don't you just uh, make this a 1-2-3 inning and five pitches? And like, no, you're a freaking monster. It was misleading. He had neck tattoos. I want some at Fogo de Chao. And it was embarrassing how scary everyone was. How scared everyone was of him. Right. Yeah, that's a small child. Right. We thought he was eating it, but no, it was his. He should throw 112. He threw 90. He had exactly. a tattoo. Anyway, Sorry. John Roush is <laughs> yeah. a huge right. human. Should have rode a bear. <laughs> Back to the HRL. Oh. <laughs> Let's discuss our off season a little bit or off season activities that you guys thought was interesting or anything that you guys have been doing. It's been a long off season. I feel like the, uh, the dinner, the banquet, whatever we called it. It was a long, long time ago. It does ago. seem a long time ago. I feel like we need a winter meeting sometime soon because... March. Uh, March? Yeah. The bridge to one thing to another has been too long. I know a lot of HRLers still like hang out and talk to each other, but like for me, I just feel like I've been in a basement with winter and snow, and I don't know when the light at the end of the oh, day I love is going to show up. I love that shit. I don't like leaving my house. Oh. <laughs> Like, let it keep riding. I'll see you guys eventually. Well, no. Um, no, it's been, I don't know, it doesn't seem that long to me, but that banquet was awesome. So kudos to everyone who put any time and effort into that. Sanchez was a big one. You were a big um, one. I cooked for that as well. But that was super fun, and I look forward to doing that in the future because I think everyone loved it. I, th I think it needs to be an annual thing. And it made, I would love to do that. made the awards that people get every year. It didn't mean as much when you just got an email that had people's names on it. So I think it was fun to actually announce people and have them come up and, you know, 
it was cool and I, it was a good addition so this winter's got me thinking about i don't know if i'm being nostalgic or what but um ways we used to granted i've been in it since the beginning but like ways we used to stay connected in the winter and um bowling used to be a big deal whether we went to um Magic Lanes or whatever it was Stardust. Oh, Stardust. We, yeah. we started Stardust Lanes like on 24th and 24th in South Minneapolis. We eventually migrated to a place called Mady's that was in Northeast. R.I.P. Yeah, it was in a basement of a place. And they had dollar dollar bowling starting at 9 o'clock. And we'd go at like 7 and the guy, the owner was just like happy we were there. So we'd bowl like 20, 20 games or frames or whatever. And uh, it's got me thinking, like, we need to have a reconnection because I feel like I have lost connection, at least, with a lot of HRLers in the wintertime. It just goes dormant. So I think next year will be the year of restart the pick a night once a week, uh, once, once every month, other week, once, once a month, month whatever, whatever it is, in a bowling alley. And we're going to be like, it's going to be HRL night, so show up. I know a lot of bowlers are in the HRL, so... Whether you're good or not, doesn't it doesn't matter. matter. No, we'll there figure it out. Right? For drink pictures well, of beer and, and burgers and, and, and fries, and yeah. But we're gonna. I'm gonna find this. We're gonna find a bowling alley that's willing to host us. We're gonna do once a month or whatever it is, and we're gonna do a bowling night, and um, we're gonna reconnect. If we can line it up, honestly, and talk to talk to them in advance, obviously, because it's not big lands, but. The Shamrocks, Nook fellas. Well, yeah. Like, that's we small. That. We could have that whole spot. If we could plan it in advance and reserve it, yeah. that'd be fun as hell. Honestly, if we talked to them and do it in enough advance, we probably could have our own HRL League night. Right. Where I think they have six lanes. Right. We could probably have a league fill it up once a week, and we could have a rotating cast of people. So keep yeah. it in mind. So. Anyway. Uh, it, it was in the past. It shall be again. I, if my vision uh, of the off-season connectivity continues. Yeah, so, let's do it. That's what I got. Otherwise, the off-season has been far too effing long. It's cold. I hate it. I don't know why. I it's warming up soon, though. It's warming yeah, up And, and we're, we're, we usually have the winter meeting during February, but it got pushed out to March. But that's just because of our collaboration with Baldman. So it's understandable. Um but we're going into year 20. A lot of things have been said about what we need to do or what's going to happen. Do we think anything's actually going to be I, over the top with something? I've talked big about it, but I I like to talk big and not follow through because I'm too damn busy <laughs> to do anything. But I would, and I have talked about it, and I don't know if it'll come to fruition, but like a legit like 20th anniversary high school reunion type thing where everyone shows up and has a Friday night event and a Saturday day event with the family. But I, it would I, require a lot of planning. I, I, like, th I think that needs to go with all-star night where you have OGs or leg legacy players up against like the newcomers. Sure. And that, would, that would be fun. It just, it's going to take a little planning because it, and, I, and my thought was to invite, like, literally everyone that's ever played, because that's over a 1,000 people. But it would take tracking them down and travel for some people. Well, so it's just getting it moving. And I um, like that idea, though, because my idea for the, the annual dinner banquet was not just current players, but, like, past players, too. So that could be also a stepping stone towards getting them back in. So, like, right. we saw a few of them. 
at their last yes, at the at the banquet yeah. with Dirty Steve and Madman and Emsky. Yep. Like this could be like let's let's continue to spread the outreach to former players, reach out to them, and you never know. Next time we're looking for a new team, who says maybe the, they want to play again? Who says the the old timey Expos don't show up? Right. We've got Madman Christian Eck and. Uh, Right, Emsky moving out of rounding up speed. a team. <laughs> well, the right. further speed, but also <laughs> maybe three times as much fun. I don't know. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. I um. So I don't know. Um, and I know a lot of activities fall on just a few shoulders. Um, you know, we all have real lives to, you know, take care of. So I guess we just have to figure it out and plan it but something i think would be great this summer because 20 is a big freaking deal oh yeah especially with leagues nowadays where they show up for five years right. and, they're and they're gone, gone. right well yeah. and there's some leagues that their entire league is a weekend tournament right exactly right. and that's their annual league and nothing against that like great you're you've still been around forever you're doing yeah. it yeah you've been and that's your deal and that you're doing it forever but like, we do 18 weeks for the last 20, 20 years and We've had anywhere from eight to thirty-two teams, or whatever the hell it was. But we got up twenty. This year we're gonna have twenty-four, which is I think tied for our most, or maybe it might be our most actually. Yeah, mm-hmm. right on. It's impressive. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe that means our com- competition is diluted. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe it means where our fun is. Increased. Don't worry, the twins are diluted in competition. <laughs> <laughs> No, it, it means a lot of things, and it'll all iron itself out in the end. But um, we've been around for 20 years. It's something to celebrate. If anyone has ideas on how to celebrate it, bring it up to the league front office people or anyone. I mean, us. Who does? doesn't matter. But let's like take an idea and run with it because it's something to celebrate. Our league is as old as a couple players in our league. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's kind of a big deal. We're seeing children of league members now in our league, so that's got to count for something. As far as I know, Dumpy was conceived on a, on a Wiffle, on a, night. A, a wiffle <laughs> Championship night for Yager. That's all I know. <laughs> Sorry, Yager. It would make sense. <laughs> Why he's sorry? He wasn't champ. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Yager went into detail during the Grasshoppers and Aces <laughs> semi or. City Finals game. So if you want to listen to that, go back to that series. <laughs> he listed out every child's conception. I, I'm pretty sure. Is he that did. what it was? Yeah, I'm okay. pretty sure he did. Yeah. Not fair. <laughs> but before we get into the main topic, is I, that the podcast? <laughs> Child conception? <laughs> yeah. Well, no, that was just topic on the live stream. Yeah. Fair. Let's so. let's spin that back. All right. So I won't go into any details. No, stop there. <laughs> Put on the brakes. So before we get into the main part of this episode i'm gonna shout out kmart's bar again because we're down here and we got beers upon beers in front of us so that's kind of not 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 what we're not drinking <laughs> but what we have drank so far here so sanchez sure. is standing behind a bar and he literally i literally have about a hundred bomber bottles of whatever i can imagine drinking yeah randomly grabbing a surly I, darkness I, I, from I, I don't know, the 20, 30s? 2017, maybe? Yeah. 18? As, 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 I, as I mentioned, let's not mention what we aren't drinking, Fair. but what we Fair. have drank. 
Well, we did drink a sour of we, mine that I brewed that um, I thought tasted like ketchup. Is maybe older than some of the uh, people in our <laughs> league. <laughs> our league and I didn't get any hints of ketchup because I didn't put ketchup in it. It was okay. <laughs> I thought it was delicious. I think these guys are heathens. <laughs> we we had a krumkaka, krumkaka ale from Fergus Brewing. Yep. Shout out to Fergus Falls, Minnesota. Yep. Uh, we had uh, this disgruntled brewing uh, smoothie marshmallow fruited sour from is it Battle Creek? Nope. Battle Lake. Shout out to Purim, Minnesota. Is it Purim? I thought it was Battle Creek. Oh, home of the yeah. chips. Purim at yeah. uh, Ron Garden Highway. So far, yeah, exactly. Purim, Minnesota. Um, we I just poured everyone a little bit of Kingfield Coffee Porter from Head Flyer, which. It's very it's legit, amazing, and very it's only good. out for about six weeks in the winter, so it's pretty good. Get your hands on it. Uh, a former, I think he's former. I mean, he might still be on a roster, but former, oh, maybe Sean? still current, Sean money shot. Bill, money shot. Last time I saw it, he was kind of on the Bears Played roster. for the Bears. He's the head brewer at um, Head Flyer, and he makes some damn good beers, so check out Head Flyer Brewing. Talk so loud. We're oh, that's right. I'm here. sorry. You're projecting. Yeah. It's cool. Projecting. It's all good. Um, and you don't know. I have to whisper. <laughs> a couple others that we have in front of us is the, the vanilla bean porter from Head Flyer and the triple berry baby kettle sour from Head Flyer. You're welcome, Sean, if you're listening. Apparently, it's a big Head Flyer, head flyer, head flyer uh, brewery experience, although we also were there for the poke and pint. Yes, we, we were right there as well, physically. So, so Maybe next time you invite us to stay and record the podcast at the brewery, Sean. I was very loud. <laughs> Say that. Maybe maybe we, maybe we, yeah, maybe you could sponsor us next time. Hey, uh, we'll figure that out later. later. Yeah. All right. But anyways. We've derailed already. No, we haven't. We're good. We're good. We're but not. the main part of the podcast, the Polar Plunge, uh, it's coming up. It's an annual thing now that has been tradition within the HRL. And Kmart, you've been leading the charge with this since probably the first time that we've ever done it. Yep. Um, so kind of explain to us how this first came to be and what made you want to do it and what made you want to come back to keep on doing it. Sorry. Um, yeah, so the Polar Plunge is sponsored by the... The police associate, I don't know, it's sponsored the by the police, police, policemen, generally yeah. speaking, but, but it's, it, it um, raises money for Special Olympics Minnesota, yeah. and they've been doing it for quite a while, but I was, this was 2011, so March of 2011, I was dating a gal. Um, and her, she was in the, a roller derby league in the Twin Cities. And she was a stone fox. Like he outkicked his coverage in case you were curious. Thank you. Um, and she did it with her teammates, and I was and I watched, I went with and I watched, and like immediately I'm like, this is something we could do. Um like this is something the HRL could do because this looks fun as hell because it was a giant party. Um so I brought that back and I'm like, guys, we need to do this next year. Um, and I, we got eight, eight of us, I think that first year, but we're like, yeah, let's do it. Let's raise money. Let's do it. And so we got, I, I think it was about eight, but it was March of 2012. And it was always at Lake Calhoun slash, but 
Badunkadunk. But um Makaska, sorry. Um and now I can't pronounce it. I think it's I think I said that right. Um but south south end of the lake, and it's a huge party. It's always the first Saturday in March. And we did it and we loved it. I mean, we did it and it seems crazy, like, you know, lake in March, but we all did it, and I, I kid you not, like, we all jumped out of the water, freezing our asses off. Over half of us are like, let's do it again. Let's get back in line. And um, we had a fun time. You know, we went to a bar before the plunge. We went down to the lake. We jumped in. We raised a good chunk of money. And we're like, oh, yeah, this needs to be an annual thing. And so we just... Each year, we kept doing it and kept doing it, and the team would, you know, vary a little year to year, and then, like, when the new crop of players and the league kind of grew, we got a bunch more players, and we, one year, I think we got up to, like, 18 of us, maybe, and that year, we raised a lot of money. I was going to say, because I think, like, eight of us raised, like, like Ryan, Ryan Jones, like, like, Pork buoy jump, like Zilla jump, like we got a lot of guys that didn't normally do it, and there's been a handful of us that have been doing it every year, almost every year. But yeah, there's always been core guys that you would recognize from the league, but then there's be some outsiders like Jay Zilla, who maybe not a lot of the guys in the league would recognize now, but he played with the the Pilots and the Cubs and the Cardinals for years, and he was always like right in the mix with like going out and hanging out with guys and right things but like he wouldn't recognize him off a stat sheet but uh like there was a good group of guys so i was curious i was going to ask you like what do you think the top was for participants you think it was like it was it was i I don't remember what but i think it was about 18 people i mean ryan did it yeah the man for those of you going wiffle nicknames and we raised a grip of money that year we were talking like pushing 15 20 i mean it was a lot of money but um, it was a ton of fun, and everyone, I mean, for the most part, keeps coming back. And I actually reached out to them to nail down an exact number for what we've given, because we always go by the same team name. It's the HRL Extreme Twin team. Cities Extreme Team. Um, and I reached out to them. I haven't heard back yet, but we are, I think, roughly speaking, we're coming up on $100,000 raised and. 10 years, which is insane to think about in terms of dollars. And it all goes to a great cause. So, And the, the HRL Extreme team dates back a long time. I was going to say, where did that name come from? So the name dates back to where... <laughs> it wasn't charitable. It, was, it, no, it was not. It was um, when, like, year two, year three, where all us yahoos who would hang out with each other uh, had decided that no matter what, we were going to hang out. So there was one night, um, Mike Bork, Borky, from the Indians, lower and whalers and bears and all that shit. He um, sent out like the let's, let's hang out message. And it was the middle of winter. Like oh, yeah. last week, basically. It was had oh. been below zero all the time. And so he sent out the message like, no, we're going to hang out in my garage. We're going to play beer pong and we're going to drink and hang out. And it's going to be a good time. I don't like, I think his wife was out of town or something like that. But um, so... A bunch of us showed up, like Chops, myself, Larry Cheesy showed up. Um, and to the point where, like, I remember Chops had put his beer not in the fridge to keep it warm, but, like, just on the concrete, and it <laughs> froze because it was so cold out. And we had Borky's garage door cracked open. 
um, because we also had propane burners going <laughs> to like heat us up, to keep us warm. We didn't want to asphyxiate and die. So uh, we were calling ourselves like XRL Extreme Team. And then Larry showed up with um, some certain things to puff on and uh, <laughs> just made it more extreme. But yeah, from that night on, we were all just like, yeah, we're meeting no matter what. We're, the, we're the extreme team. We're the winters. Like we had been layered. I was, we were like wearing like three pairs of long underwear and 20 tops, you know, like extreme team. Um, <laughs> the best part of the story is, oh, uh, later that night we were inside watching TV and Borky's in front of the fireplace and he keeps pressing his chest and he's like, I got a lump. I got a lump. Oh my God. I got a lump. He's like, Sanchez, you got to check this out. And I'm like, why am I the team medic? <laughs> I'm like, fine, fuck it. I'll, I'll check it out. And so I'm like, I'm got him pinned out and I'm rubbing his chest and I'm feeling, I'm like, dude. And this has been going on for like half an hour. I'm like, dude, are you wearing a button up shirt? He's like, yeah. I'm like, that's your button. <laughs> that's not a lump. You don't have cancer. You have a button. You just gotten uh, a little out of sorts. <laughs> um, but like, he showed me a picture the next day. He had been pressing that button so long, thinking it was a lump, that he had given himself a bruise. Yeah, so that was like the the uh, the epiphany of the HRL Extreme team. And since then, we're just like, we can do anything. <laughs> and so when Andy brought up the idea of doing the polar punch, we're just like, oh, yeah, this is right up the HRL Extreme team's alley. We can do this. And then I think out of all those guys, I was the only one to do it. And then Borky, Borky, Borky got convinced. Borky joined later. first year. Yeah, you, it yeah. Was he you, got convinced me, to come in. You, me, him, truck. Odell. Vladdy. dog Vladdy, Odell. So... I think that might have been the whole first year, and those it first a, it was a small group, but we we made we, we did some damage. We did good, and we and and when they, when we jumped, they at least they used to. They don't anymore, but that one year they had hot tubs. They did, but I will get to that <laughs> part. But they they would have Lukewarm us tubs. write down our team names. Yes, that's what it was. They have oh, our yeah, you had to write down your team, team name, name and like a little and a little script for them to write to read. And, and Fee Dog filled this out for us because he's a big pro wrestling fan little backstory but it was my favorite entrance he wrote down the thing and like next up is hrl extreme team weighing we in at, it, and we added up our weight 2260 pounds and then, and then he said hailing from parts unknown which is like old school wrestling intro and they read that out loud and then we hit the water and jumped oh yeah because they had a full mc guy MC he was like and everything under. They had a carpet out for him, and he had a microphone, and he was all tucked in on his big parka. And he was like, he's reading it. He looks down, and he's like, are you shitting me? I'm like, <laughs> read it. Weighing in at 2,700 <laughs> pounds from parts unknown. And one metric ton. <laughs> it's your Alex Reedy. And it went really quickly. We oh, jumped in. Uh, not surprisingly, Vladdy and I were the biggest curmudgeons, and we were just like, why the hell are we doing this? The entire time. Oh, from the first drink to when we jumped in. Vladdy and I were bitching, and we got out of the water. We looked at each other and like, "This is awesome." If the line wasn't so long, I'd get back in line and go get. Like, and that, it was, that says something for Vladdy, right? Oh, for sure. Exactly. That's he, what he and I, I looked at each other, and we were. I mean, honest to God, we were both just like, "Let's go again." Like, this is legit worth it. So, if it's anyone cool, ever says like, "I don't know," I'm like, "Vladdy loves it." So do it. Do you it. gotta like it. So, which kind of leads me into the next part mm -hmm. of. What's been, since all three of us have jumped before, what's 
your favorite memory? One more it. dude. One more dude. One more dude. Uh, year one, they still had hot tubs. It was the first few years. It wasn't no, right away. They got rid of hot tubs a while ago because they said it was like right. Bacterial. But we got three or four years of the hot tub. I don't think so. I think I, so. I feel like we were just like doing lukewarm circus tent heat up for it a was while. At least three or four years we had a. Anyway, my favorite memory is one more dude where we got done. We did the shivering picture because everyone wants your photo. And because we were like larger than life, more than normal people wanted our photos. Like strangers wanted our photo as a group. So we did it and we're all shivering our butts off and we wander up over to the hot tubs and we get in thinking that there's going to be some great, lovely experience. It's going to bring us back to earth and they're lukewarm (laughs) at best. But we're like, all right, we're going to make the best of it. We sat in there and there was like eight of us and there was a couple other dudes in there. And so we just look around and I'm done like trying to claim um, like who said what anymore. We as a group said it. Yeah. Like, we just kind of like, you know what? This is up. a big bowl of dude soup. <laughs> and so we just started chanting. You know what we need in here? One more dude. And so the group started chanting, one more dude, one more dude. And like guys, a couple guys came up who just jumped. They jumped into our hot tub. And then eventually a lady cop came up and she said, like, no, no more, more dudes. dudes. No more dudes. You are done. You need to shut up and be done. <laughs> no more dudes. You're going to break this and no more. And you guys shut up right now. And we're just like, one more dude? She's like, no. And like, so we, we stopped and we had like 13 dudes in yeah, a dude soup. Those dude soup. I think truck actually called it dude stew. Oh, it was, it was for sure dude stew. It was gross, but it was warmer than it wasn't. Um, <laughs> and you know what? Honestly, and it's still my favorite moment of like I, the five I truly that I did. think we were the reason they got rid of the hot tubs because <laughs> I, they left after that. Yes, that was the last year. I honestly think we were we besides were the impetus <laughs> for no more hot tubs. At, I feel <laughs> like that lady officer went home, and then the next day she went into the office and they said, "Like, what could you? What would make this event better or worse?" And she said get rid of the hot tubs <laughs> and they really listened to her and uh since then there's never been the hot tub it's just like warm up in the lukewarm yeah. circus tent you know? i mean it's of, a circus tent with it's, a whole bunch of naked with a whole dudes. bunch of naked dudes <laughs> it's the biggest naked dude circus tent you've ever seen worse than uh, lifetime uh, oh yeah oh yeah but and there's still the stretching though, right? Like <laughs> I, I don't know what it is with like old guys when they get naked and with or <laughs> other dudes or there's like you gotta I'm gonna put stretch. That, you gotta put that leg up on the bench. Like, if I don't put my legs as far as they go, this like five inch ball sack isn't gonna dry out with the air. <laughs> I, I, I will I say there, there's a lot of bonding with random people in that. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's unbelievable. Because it's all like a common goal, raise money, have fun, jump well, in the lake. Pe- people going in are like high-fiving people <laughs> yes, coming yes, out. I <laughs> have thrown shoes away in that tent, and it's like a great place to throw your shoes away. Like you jump in them, and then you just chuck them in the garbage. Because <laughs> they're like, oh, if you don't have water shoes or whatever, you're like, but you need to wear shoes. And I'm like, well, these are 20 years old. I'm going to throw them away. So like you throw your shoes away, and people are looking through the garbage like, oh, maybe these are some tennis shoes my kid wants. I'm like, no. Another. It's it's bizarre and weird. Before but Before your next memory. I'm I got, not, I got okay. I, yeah. Oh, you go. Yeah. Because yeah. you are too Hey, if yeah. you bring a flask in, you are also Mr. Popularity. Like, Well, let him talk because he did that. <laughs> my, my, my first year, I, because I knew it was going to be cold, I wanted to make a statement and bring what you guys have dubbed 
bathtub hooch. <laughs> <laughs> he did. Which is AKA red eye. I, I won't tell you what red eye is. But red eye gravy is just gravy with coffee in it. No, no. You may need to explain different. a little this is, bit. No, nah, this is a little different. I will not say it because right, I, I'm right. not going to deter you from trying it. But I brought an entire liter on the bus ride from Stanley's down to the lake. And we crushed that before we, we even got there. Serpentine. <laughs> it was it was impressive to say the least. So that that's probably mine, just because I think this is gonna be my fourth year jumping. I can't remember what it is, but I, I fourth sounds right. So that that's gotta be mine. Other than that, it's probably the com- you keep talking. His is his tenth. Minus the COVID year, because yeah. no one did it. Yeah. So, I mean, it, other than that, it when you first get there, we meet up at a spot, and then we thought, or it, it, it's just a ride down to the lake, and once you're at Lake Calhoun, you're there for maybe 15 minutes tops oh, before you're out of the water. Oh, yeah. Water. That's the shortest amount of time there is. It's like there's, for as much stuff as they've liked to set up there for people to, like, check out and do. When you do the jump, you get there, you jump, you clean up, and you get out of there. Right. And usually. I mean, they have bands and stuff. And Usually you know, when we're, we're there, we're there at the end, so it doesn't yeah. really matter. But, I mean, we, we got the 10 experience the one time, which yeah. was all right. It's nothing special. But it, it, it's nice to go in there and have, like, the free drink or free hot dog or chips or whatever it is. But, um, yeah, my, mine would definitely be the bus rides. And I wish that they would bring those back. Because I think parking around there is awful. And full disclosure, I never took the bus ride. We always like carpooled. It moved. It's no longer there. It's at Lake Nokomis now for the first year. They outgrew the other lake. Are we allowed to call it Nokomis or did that one change too? No, it's Lake Nokomis. I'm just trying to keep up with the times. Well, Nokomis is an indigenous name. Oh. So that's fine. Um, Oh, my favorite memory was, shoot, well, I have many favorite memories, but I think one of my favorite memories was, son of a bitch, I had it in my head and you guys started talking and <laughs> too many I beers. lost it. Um, good, well, good times. Shut up. You want to come It'll, back to you? No, no. Yeah, come back to me. Okay, uh, so, so we, we, we can move on then to another segment. So when, when your old brain remembers what it is, it's okay. No, we used, um, so like there was no bus for us. It was we all piled up at Shaw's and they carpooled, and so like six of us would drive around the residential area of Lake Calhoun and try to find parallel parking. And so I've got like Shandy before he was ever on the Braves yelling at me like, "There's a spot you can fit in, you can fit in." And I'm like, "No, I know my car, I can't." You just sit back there and shut up. And uh, yeah, so that's how we did it. It um... but a bus sounds nice. The bus was nice. That was only a two couple years. years, maybe mine, one or mine, two years. Mine, mine was two years. Did you say from Stanley's? Stanley's, yeah. Stanley's. They had a couple, like, outposts where you could come and then there'd be... Yeah. And they had one really close to the lake, but that, I imagine, was a shit show. So we picked Stanley's, and it was great because the bus showed up. We hopped on. They drove us yeah. down. And so I guess this is the point of the podcast where we should say, if you are interested in signing up, Reach out to any one of the three of us, and we can get you the link on in, how to sign up for the intro. Any hint, any hint of that you want to, please do it. it, yes. it it's so much worth it. It's fun. As like hell. It, it, if if you don't think that you you'd enjoy it, you will enjoy it. 
And if you decide you're not up for it, please go online and uh, donate to your teammate. To your teammate or someone. If you have a teammate, if you don't, donate a dollar to each person that's jumping. Any way you want to split it. None of us care. Just put money towards our team. Towards a good cause. Doesn't matter how much. Which also leads into the next great thing is how do you, as a jumper, get people to donate to you? Because I see some of you guys raise thousands of dollars and I'm over here thinking like I have my tactic, but there's no way that I can get somebody to donate a thousand dollars. I always used to just throw it on Facebook and really just, and you used to raise money with like a, you make chili or soup and sell it at work. So my, yeah. So my first and foremost, I would just throw it on Facebook and then toss it out to like direct people who I knew who maybe had a connection with the special Olympics. Like, um, some of my uh, my in laws and their family had more of a connection, so I would you know just be like, hey, this is what I'm doing. If you want to donate, feel free to throw like ten bucks, whatever. You never like pushy, too pushy, but like you throw it on Facebook, and as long as you're not trying to raise money twenty four seven on there, I felt like people would connect. Like I don't know, I guess there's probably less people on Facebook now, but I probably throw it on it. It other that, that was social my media, but like that was my big tactic. And as long as I raised over the 75 bucks to get, like, the T-shirt, I felt like it was a win. Um, and I would just throw out a reminder, like, once a month, once a week, whatever it came down to. And then when I got closer to the end, I'd be like, hey, this is what we're doing. It's coming up. It's coming up. And that would also not just be in hopes of raising money, but be in hopes of, like, bring people out. Like, it wasn't just, hey, throw throw money for me in this foundation this way so we have a number. But it's like, come out and hang out with us. Come support us. Come watch us jump. Afterwards, let's go to Stanley's, let's go to Shaw's, let's go to wherever and, you know, be a community together. Um, Yeah, but Andy was kind of mentioning it uh, at my last place of work. Uh, They were cool enough to allow me to do a day of, I would make like big pots of soup and I'd basically hold like a soup fundraiser and it was free will donation, but I suggested five bucks and you got lunch. And like one year, I made a, made very, a lot of money on that. I did. I made a few hundred bucks off of like a chicken enchilada soup that I made from scratch. And everyone was like, Holy crap, you know how to make this? I'm like, Yeah, it's called a recipe. <laughs> and it wasn't too difficult. It was just soup. But like, you know, and then the next year, I made like a chili. And then the, the next year, and like my company was cool with that. And like the whole plant would come on, like this plant of 400 people, and they would come by. And I had like, a five gallon pot going and some in reserve and it was just a cool way to make money. Um, but otherwise like one year, I think we, did we do a beer bus for it too? Yeah. We've done a couple of beer bus at like Shaw's. We keep it? referencing Shaw's. That's an old bar in Northeast that we bald man beer bus. Sure. Yeah. So let's see what we can do. Shaw's Shaw's was, a, is, was our old sponsor go to sponsor for softball in Northeast Minneapolis. And the beer bus would be, all you could drink beer for whatever we wanted to charge. And we would generally be like 10 bucks ahead and people would come in for two hours. It was all you could drink, like Coors Light, whatever it was, but they would bring in a band to listen to, or they bring karaoke and they would sponsor the beer. And you know, it did them good because people would come in and buy food and then they'd stick around for a while. But like we used to raise hundreds of dollars for our softball teams, but we also raised hundreds of dollars for, um, Polar, polar, polar as well because Shaw the owner would just be like I don't care you want to have one every week every month let's look at it like, 
it's good for both of us. It raised money for what you want to raise money for. Like he was really cool about it. So, I mean, this, these are things like we could do again and things we could expand on, but that's how I raise my money. I just did internet harassment. Um, <laughs> Facebook, like I would punch people over the head with, Hey, Hey, Hey. And it wasn't like, give me money, give me money. Like with like, poor message it was i'd explain why it was what you were gonna give me money for but it was pretty repeated and i'd always realized in about second week of february similar to this year like oh crap i still need to raise a bunch of money and then the, the messages and it'd be more ridiculous each time um and i would like Threaten people to wear Probably less clothing. Use that word. <laughs> I would threaten people to. I would wear less clothing while I jumped, unless they gave me money. The more you donate, the more I wear. Because I have a <laughs> my my shtick is wearing provocative clothing while I jump or lack thereof into the lake. For ten years, I've been really skirting a line with public <laughs> indecency. Um, some more than others. Um, and I have a couple guys, an old softball colleague. One year, I remember claiming, like, I will give you all the money you want if you just wear more clothing when you jump in. And I'm like, can't do that, Ed. I can't do that. Um, so Raise enough money, I'll jump again, and I'll do the whole Ric Flair fur coat. <laughs> right, with the boa. Um, but I do now, before we move on to a new topic, I remember one of my favorite memories was... There was one year it got super warm, like unseasonably warm. Oh, where you had to run in? And honestly, we couldn't jump in. We had to run in from the shore because the <laughs> ice was so thin. So they carved out the shore, not much of it because it was already thawed. But we had to run into the lake. And I will preface with that by saying it was the most miserable experience <laughs> ever because jumping in and just ripping the Band-Aid off is a lot different than... Slow jogging into a lake. <laughs> I was gonna say, how is this one of your favorite memories? No, no, no. But I let me get to that. Okay, okay. Because please. everyone freaked out when it happened, and that was still when Bork was running or jumping. And Bork's <laughs> a big fella, and he was running in next to Eddie Bauer, who's a little fella, <laughs> and they sprinted quotation marks into the lake together, and Bork freaked the. Fuck out, sorry. And he basically donkey punched Eddie Bauer <laughs> under the water as he was scrambling to get out of the water. And I thought Bauer was dead. Like, he smoked him. And we all got out, and I thought, you know, we had to take Bauer to the morgue. And Bork's just like, it was the worst. And he legit, like, punched the shit out of him as he was scrambling for his own life. Now, were you there? <laughs> no. Oh, my God. You know where I, I was? I got the play-by-play. -play. I was on a beach in Mexico <laughs> getting this play-by-play -play from whomever, maybe D, be like, you would not believe what just happened. Yeah. Like, Bork almost murdered this was, hour. And <laughs> you see now it's your, one of your best memories. I'm like, this is literally someone was... Texting me saying like this is the worst ever. Oh, it was like, funny as never hell. again. It was funny as hell. 
he was like just flailing like a dying animal, and he oh, yeah, basically yeah. donkey punched Bauer right I was, underwater. I was getting like the text play by play, and I was like on a beach or by a pool in Mexico, and I was like, oh, that's a shame. Margarita. <laughs> so yeah, that was my one of my favorite memories because it didn't happen to me, but it was miserable jumping in. And I jumped in, like, <laughs> swan dive in a little, like, sparkly blue shorts. And someone met, someone put a caption on the photo that I posted that said that I looked like a big, silly mermaid diving into the ocean. Wow. Um, so, yeah. So the jump in, even, like, granted, I have never done the, like, wading the, in. Which the run-in was the worst. Awful. The, the jump in from the... From the cutout yeah. ice oh, ledge yeah. yep. in and then to shore is exhilarating enough. Um, the, the way I would describe it is like the three, two, one. If like in the summer, I'll be on the edge of the boat at the lake and I won't want to jump in in July because we, oh, it's going to be a shock. I know I'll get used to it in five seconds. Right. It'll be fine. For sure. But when that three, two, one countdown happens, it takes your breath away. plunge, you're like, I don't have a choice. I'm going. I'm looking over there, and Eddie Bauer and I are like, reach out. We're like, ah, Jack, Rose, Rose, Jack. And we're jumping in. And then all of a sudden, everything shrinks and sucks up into your body. <laughs> and you're just like, I need to live. <laughs> and you've got eight feet in front so of you of cutout ice. And you are, you can be next to your best friend, your wife, whoever. You will throw their head under the water <laughs> to get out of that water quicker to those staircases. Like, I know I have stiffed-armed Eddie Bauer's face underwater myself. Let alone whatever Borky did. Why, why is Eddie Bauer <laughs> on the short end of the stick every single he's, time? He's, he's a so little guy. He's, he's so little. little. It may not even be him. I know I have stiffed-armed someone <laughs> underwater longer than they needed to be. It, 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 and they never noticed because they're just like, Time acts differently when it's that it cold. You're not wrong. It and the next thing you know, you're out of the water, and then you're just like, it takes your breath away. Oh, that's the water. But it's not the hitting the water; it's the getting out and walking out of the water. <laughs> yes. That is the worst. Yes, I've never been more motivated it, it, in my life when you're standing than to there with get out of the, the water. water. It's like just take it, just take, take it. it, just take <laughs> it. It's it's the motivation to get out of that water. So we've versus done it, getting in. We've done it a ton. <laughs> You're newer. What was your thought the first oh, time I, you did it? The first time I did it. Like, the first time. Like, what was your thought? Like, I'm never uh, doing well, this again? No, that, that wasn't it at all. That that was the first time that I've ever done a polar plunge. I've always wanted to. And it solidified that I wanted to. And so when we jumped in, I jumped in. I was like, oh, fuck. This is cold. And then <laughs> I was just, like, walking. I was like, okay, I, I'm... I can stay in here. I'll wait for everybody else to get out. I, it's, 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 it's not, it's not that bad. And I got out, and we were standing there for the the picture. I'm just like, I need to go. I need yeah. to go. Just, just take it. Just, just take it. I, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> and so we finally got into the tent. I was warm, and I was just like, all right, that was fun. But that was also after we had the bathtub hooch. So. True. We were <laughs> liquored up. You, you thin the boot, you thin the blood out a little bit. It probably goes yeah, a little and, easier. And so I remember the second time that I did it, I was hungover, so I didn't bring any of the bathtub hooch. I didn't drink that much. And I was just like, this is so much worse than year two or year one. And so, yeah, I was just like. There's a correlation there. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> that's also when I don't, I think we only had the bus the one year. Or it might have only year. been one year. But it, yeah, I just remember like it, it, it felt different without having that bus. I think the lesson we've learned over the years of HRL is that uh, HRL mass transportation, where none of us are in charge of driving the vehicle, is a good idea. Well, I mean, yeah, uh, absolutely. but I mean, we from still had to get to and from Stanley. To the, uh, well, that's true. We also did bunnies one year, and that seemed We've like done that a, several yeah, years, yeah. and that worked really a well. big-ass drive. It's a long drive, though. Not to the lake. Not from... It was weird. I almost refused to drive in uptown. That's how old I've become. Fair. But, all right, so back to how I fundraise money. Oh, sure. <laughs> we, have a, we have a lineup here. Let's go. Uh, I'm a little different than you guys. Not too much, but I do post it out to... Twitter saying that I'm jumping. And I do mention that every dollar donated up to a certain point, I will match that dollar. Oh, sure. Yeah, because yeah. I, I feel it weird to ask for money when I'm not really doing anything. It's just like, hey, just pay me money so that I jump. Yeah. It, it's just like, well, if they're willing to pay it, I should be willing to pay it as well. So I, I do that. And that's what usually where most of my money comes from. But I, I, I feel... Doing it that way gives me a better feeling than just straight asking. For sure. I like that. Because, I mean, I've never done the match dollar for dollar. But um, I've always donated either to myself or to another friend to a certain dollar amount. And I even thought back in my Tin Whiskers days when I was bartending, I was going to try to do like a all my tips, like I was going to try to promote it. And then all my tips, we're going to go towards that foundation, you know, go towards that event. Uh, It just turned out that the brewery never stuck around during the time that I punched. So yeah, I, I, it didn't match up. well. I usually set my bar pretty high with like matching up to like 500. I haven't gotten that close to 500, but um, I've definitely gotten like 200, $300 where I've matched. So that's, Hats off to you, man. If people are willing to donate, I'm willing to match it just because it doesn't seem fair for them to donate and all I do is jump, so I I have a few thankfully I have a few old coworkers that are charitable and have the means to do so. And I kinda lean on them every year, but I get a good sum from like five people. How many people do we have signed up for this year? Do we know? Honestly, I haven't suspects. looked back lately, but decent amount. I would say we. I, I know we have over ten. That's a good amount. Well. I always figure if we get ten or more, it's a good time. I'm gonna look right now because I haven't looked lately, and it, it make reminds me that I have to again panic. <laughs> Send it out pan- to everybody. <laughs> fundraise because it's not that far away, and I've we're, kind we're, of stalled out. We're a month out, right? Well, this yeah. is a reminder to everyone out there that you can donate to Andy Kmart, and you can donate to Stash. Yeah, and hey, you donate. can you can don't, still sign in there, pal. Donating to no me. No one's saying you don't have to. <laughs> donating to me, your money goes further. Just remember yeah. that. Um, I don't. Yeah, I I have seventeen hundred and ninety five left in my goal. Um, shit. There That's was good. a year where I was going to come back, uh, but I do believe we went to Mexico again <laughs> instead, or Florida. And I, uh, I was just like, well, that's up. So uh, I don't know. We um, have one. <laughs> apparently, just timing out well with me. 
One, two, oh God. Tootin's already at 500. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. Sixteen. That's how the sausage people. is made, folks. We're, we're counting them one by one 16. on air. Well, I'm just. Is Borky one of them? He's not, Let's but uh, him trucks, up. truck's back. Awesome. Truck hasn't jumped in quite a few years, but he's back on the I thought he jumped last year because he made the video. No, he just took... The, or no, he did jump last year. He came back after about a six-year hiatus. May I ask when the jump is again? Yeah, it is the first Saturday in March, which is the 4th, at Lake Nokomis. And we haven't signed up for a time slot yet, but we usually shoot for early afternoon, like 1-ish. When it's the warmest. Yep. And we've had <laughs> enough time to get courage juice in us. <laughs> uh, when you drink the bathtub hooch, there's yep. enough time. So, so yeah, the bottom line is if you don't want to jump with us, come watch us, one. And two, any dollar donation is enough. Don't feel like you have to give us a bunch of money, but truly, anything you can donate goes towards a great cause. And we want to be the best damn polar plunge raising money team possible. I mean, we're closing in on 100 grand, which I mean, is usually, crazy. Usually where we're classified in in our group. In we're, the, we're towards the other the top. group. Yeah, yeah, we're towards yeah. the top. And so, I mean, you said we have 16 people jumping. If every person donates $1 to one person, that's $16 per person. Right. That goes a long ways in this league. So, yeah. What else are you going to spend your money on? Spend it on a good cause. Yeah. But does anybody else have anything to mention about Life. Punch? Anything? Life? Life. Life. Punch? If anyone has any ideas <laughs> on what I should wear for this plunge, I honestly haven't thought of my I mean, outfit yet. So. I would love to see you in a, like a I mean, Dusty Rhodes maybe, maybe onesie. Maybe <laughs> Ooh. An Andre the Giant onesie? Sure. Any of them. Old-timey. Wrestling, wrestling onesie, a singlet. I haven't jumped in a singlet ever. Maybe, yeah. I guess if any, everyone, anyone has any ideas, let me know because I'm all ears. Last year I jumped as an average Joe's dodgeball player, and that was a lot of fun. Party bus for the HRL. Oh, that's also a good idea. Oh, where have you been all my life? Let's do that. Let's, Let's get a party bus. Wake up at 8, start going. We just have to toe that line because <laughs> we are rolling into a police-sponsored event, so oh, I'm they, sure they might turn us away eventually. No, they, they actually, from memory serves, they do have things that says, we will not let you jump if visibly inebriated. <laughs> oh, really? yeah. oh, yeah, they do. They do. They, so the people are checking to see if you are trashed. Or not. Um, All right. Well, I haven't noticed that. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not for everyone to notice. It's just for the team leaders. <laughs> Shit. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, come come watch. I mean, come watch. Don't it at all, or we're happy with anything. But we uh, we're we're proud of what we've accomplished, and we're going to keep doing it. So. Let's do it. And be prepared for a lot of online harassment for donations. <laughs> for the next month. It's coming. <laughs> so, all right, if that's all we have, uh, any shout-outs, nothing? 
I guess shout out to Head Flyer Brewing for tonight's episode. We <laughs> yeah. drink a lot of their beer before and during, uh, whether they knew it or not. Yeah, thanks, guys. <laughs> Make good beer. Please sponsor us. Good job, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> Rest uh, in peace. <laughs> shout out to Haggy's Pizza, the best frozen pizza ever. I don't care what anyone says. It is. It's the best. I'll fight you. But I know you'll agree with me. I do. I do agree with you. But with that, let's hope for warmer weather. Let's hope for good donations. And hopefully see you in the new season. Thanks for listening. Or war, Pee-wee.